0: Welcome to the King's Chapel Alaska Podcast. From wherever you are listening, we are so excited that you tuned in today. Let's prepare our hearts to hear from God's Word. Take your Bibles and turn to the book of Matthew chapter 6. And we will also look at Isaiah 58, but I won't read it in the onset front part of this message. This will be the concluding message on spiritual warfare that we've been teaching for a number of weeks. All of the messages are available on YouTube. You can go to King's Chapel, Alaska and search for it that way. Spotify on podcasts found on Apple. Music, you can find our podcast there as well as on Facebook and resource yourself. And if you would, that'll help you grow in the things of God. So if you missed any one of these messages, you can go back and resource yourself and grow. Any message uh, that I preach here I work on it and pray, and really, I believe that they're worth listening to more than once. And when I listen to a message that deeply impacts me, I go back over it and I'll listen again. I'll take notes and I'll go back over it again, and I'll just really eat that message and and let it get a part of my a part of my life. And once it gets in, if it's in your language, you know you got it. If it's in your prayer life, you know that you 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 you've gotten that. Does that make sense to everybody? All right, Matthew chapter 6, find verse
1: 17. Matthew 6, verse 17. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face
0: so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your Father who is in the secret place. And your Father who is in secret will reward you openly. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Move in power. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Do have some notes for you. I think they've been passed out. I hope that you would use those to uh, better understand and learn what I'm preaching, teach you today. Uh, Our services are going to stay in the model uh, that we've been following for years. Basically, on Sunday mornings, I pastor in the midst of revival. That's how I see it. Uh, I cast vision. I deal with pastoral things. Sunday night and, and Wednesday nights, are more of a more of holy ghost type services longer worship flowing in the gifts not that we don't flow in the gifts anything can happen at any time here we give you preeminence oh god to do what you want to but it's very important to to put building blocks to your faith and to the vision and fasting certainly is a building block it's actually command here in the text which we'll we'll get to in a moment for many many years we've done an annual 21 day fast which starts tomorrow, which is good because I've been feeling like a sausage casing myself, and I'm looking forward to that. That's just one of the benefits of, uh, of fasting, uh, but it's not the reason to fast. To lose weight, it, it, you know, that's, it's not a, He said, well, I heard about intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting really help you lose weight. Okay, I, I'm sure that's probably true, uh, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about fasting and prayer. They always go together. So I want you to understand biblical fasting uh, and understand that it is one of the keys to breakthrough in spiritual warfare. I, I've shared this story before, but I had somebody working in my house many years ago, a contractor, and he found out I was a pastor, so he started telling me the difficulties that he was in, and they were, they were serious difficulties in his marriage, uh, difficulties with his kids, difficulties with his finances, and as he's sharing these things with me, uh, and he was a part of another church. He didn't go here. Uh, I he asked me for wisdom, and I I gave him. So he said, "Yeah, I've I've gotten that counsel before. I've And so I mean, with the end of our conversation, I really didn't have anything to say to him. He had heard all the counsel before. He's done it all before.
1: And I I mean, I, that's what he said. And so I believed him. And I said, "Well, have you fasted? Have I what? Have you fasted? Have you have you fasted and prayed?" And he said, "You know,
0: I've heard of that. What is that?" And I thought, "Okay, I'd already ascertained that he had been serving the Lord for 20 years, and he's telling me that he doesn't know about fasting and prayer." And I thought, "Oh my!" So I explained to him about fasting and prayer, and I never really saw him ever again. I, I hope I hope he got the breakthrough. Fasting and prayer brings breakthrough. I'm telling you, fasting and prayer will drop a bomb from heaven on your circumstances, on your physical body, on your finances, on a nation, on the nations. Fasting and prayer will bring breakthrough. The devil cannot stand when we fast and pray. There are certain things that are just entrenched and more difficult than others. This kind does not come out by prayer and fasting. So we are starting our annual 21-day fast. We'll get to some details here in a minute. God is preparing the church worldwide for a global outpouring a Joel 2-type outpouring. And there are people getting on fire and people falling away. I don't know about you, but 2021 is going to be the greatest year of my entire life. 2020 was the greatest year for our church ever. More souls saved, more people healed, more people delivered, more people filled with the Holy Spirit, more finances, more more from glory to glory God brought us through 2020. In the midst of a global pandemic, you want to tell me how the church grows? That's how it grows. I'm going to tell you, when there's persecution and difficulty, the church of the living God will grow, actually, if you participate with the Spirit. And so God is doing that very thing, and I believe he's going to do even more in 2021. Regular prayer and fasting is a part of bringing forth outpouring. Prayer plus fasting equals outpouring. Why don't you say that? Write that in 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 the... the side of your notes, prayer plus fasting equals outpouring. So fasting is a normal part of your Christian life. It's actually, uh, um, it's, com- it's a command, but they shall fast. They, they shall fast. You say, well, I don't like that. Well, I know, I, I, but Dr. Bob Rogers, my friend says, I hate fasting, but I love what it does for me. I don't particularly care for fasting either, but oh, how I love the results of what fasting brings. Matthew 6, 17, when they fast, they will will fast. Jesus emphasized in this text that there's rewards. The Father rewards
1: fasting. The Father rewards fasting where it it be. And so there's rewards that are external,
0: you know, getting the loan, getting the the job, getting the physical physical healing. Those are external things. How many of you need some external things? All right. So fasting releases power in external areas, but fasting also releases power internally, rewards internally. What do you mean by that? It's your heart. Sometimes our heart gets so hard. I love what uh, my friend Mike Bickle says, that fasting brings your heart before the burning bush of his presence to receive revelation. Some of you don't know which way to go, don't know what to do with your marriage, don't know what to do with your kids, don't know what investment to make, don't don't know what to, listen, I wanna say this. This is bold, but it's also true. My wife and I have never, ever made a mistake in a decision in our lives when we fasted and prayed. We've made lots of mistakes when we didn't fast and pray. I can categorically, unequivocally say to you, I've never made a mistake when I fasted and prayed. God spoke, we acted, he moved, and we see the will of God being brought about. I've made lots of mistakes when I didn't fast and pray, but I've never made one when I did. It's time to fast. Come on, somebody say woo! woo. I don't know why we call it fasting. It should be called slowing. God gives grace to fast. You ask God to help you, he will help you. I will tell you that at corporate times like now, this 21 days that starts tomorrow, it's easier to fast now than during the time of the you know the, any other time of the year when it's not a corporate fast and we've called we'll call corporate fast when when we need to I fast one day a week sometimes two and uh, other men of god women of god have done the same thing fasting and prayer should be a regular part of your life if you want to see breakthrough externally and breakthrough internally and throughout history men have fasted with the wrong spirit in other words to fast to try to get favor is the so that you can get God's attention that's not how you do that that's not that's not why you fast you already have favor because of what Jesus has done so fasting doesn't earn you anything i i remember talking to a catholic relative years ago and they said you know i'm just i'm i'm giving this up for lent so that you know, that, so that God gives me something. That That's not how that, that's not how that works. I've had people say, I wish I could just have their sickness so that they, I'm asking God to, I've heard this, I'm asking God to give me their sickness so that they don't have it. Okay, that's not a biblical thing. Jesus became sick so that they don't have it. You don't have to, that, that's a, that's a demonic thought. That's a religious demonic thought that was taught by some, and it's, it's messed up. Self-debasement. You know, there's people that would whip themselves and do all kinds of craziness to get God's attention. You have God's favor and attention because of what Jesus has done. Can you say amen? amen. Can you say a better amen? amen? You don't have to prove your dedication and you to earn his favor. That's not how that is. No, we, we fast. We don't fast to prove anything. Many who have led great revivals have participated in regular fasting, John Wesley fasted on Wednesdays and Fridays and every pastor that he was under his covering and mentorship, every pastor had to fast Wednesdays and Fridays, every one. That was a mandate. That's what, that's what they did. Charles Finney fasted. Jonathan Edwards fasted. George Whitfield fasted. And yet the average prayer time of pastors across the nation, forget about fasting, average prayer time is 15 minutes. I mean, I I don't know how we could have a move of God for praying for 15 minutes. It's, you know, pray for, and that includes like praying for meals and stuff. All right, look at Roman numeral three, practical details of our upcoming fast. Again, it starts tomorrow, Monday. (laughs) I'm laughing because it starts at 12 a.m. Now, I'm I'm laughing because historically, I'm not going to do it this day in Jesus' name, but historically for me, especially my earlier walk with the Lord, as soon as I got saved, we did a 21-day fast. You know, every every January, you do 21 day fast. That's, I've, been, I've done 21 day fasts for every year for I don't know how long, some more fervent than others. But almost every one of those fasts, it'd be like the Sunday before, and you'd be like, it, let's do the Last Supper, you know, and we just go and get everything on the menu, you know, and, and just gorge out and just go home like, oh, it starts tomorrow. Wake up the following day with like a food coma in need of some insulin or something, you know, it's Jesus, help us. I'm not doing that anymore. Anyway, it starts 12 a.m. January 4th. It ends January 25th at 12 a.m. And we're going to have miracle services on the 25th of uh, January. In fact, uh, my brother that's coming uh, here, not next week, but the week after, is used amazing miracles. He has built a church in Kentucky like in the middle of nowhere and people drive from all over because of the miracles that take place with his ministry and his wife, so you don't want to miss that. So that's the when, who we invite everybody to participate. Anybody can participate, anyone. He said, well, I've never fasted before. Well, we'll give it a shot, but uh, be wise and we'll, we'll try to give you some wisdom here. Be wise and you're like, I just can't. Well, don't be under condemnation and, and, and first of all, don't, nobody's making anybody fast. It's an invitation. All, all God's word is an invitation. You can receive Jesus or you can go to hell. It's up to you. Fasting and prayer is up to you. you can, I'm not saying if you don't fast, you're going to hell. Please help me out. Help me. Help me. But it's all of the word of God, all of the promises of God, the prophetic decrees that you've received, they're all invitations. You have to lay hold of them. You have to lay claim. You have to apply it to your life. So please don't feel under condemnation like, oh, I just can't do it. Well, don't, don't worry, just pray. Do, do your best, do something, and believe God. Corporate times, we're gonna use all of our morning times of prayer as well as three Friday nights. That's January 8th, January 15th, and January 22nd. We'll have prayer services here. There'll be times of prayer. We'll have worship playing. We'll go in and out of corporate uh, corporate times of prayer. You come and be a part of that. Seek the Lord during that time. Uh, And the majority of our King's staff and leadership teams, not just here, around the world, 360-plus locations are participating in the 21-day fast. All right. The purposes of the fast. Are you ready? Purposes. Go to Isaiah chapter 58. I'm going to pull this right out of the text as I teach to you this pastoral word. Isaiah 58. Are you all there? Isaiah 58 is profound for many, many reasons. One of the things that I love about Isaiah
1: 58, go to verse 3. Well, let me read it to you. Why have we fasted, they say? Who's they? Israel. Why have we fasted, they say? And you have not
0: seen. Who's the you? It's God. So they're saying, hey, I fasted and like, you didn't even see what I did, Lord. That's, that's what that's saying. Why have we afflicted our souls, which is fasting, and you've taken no notice? Quote, in fact, in the day of your fast, you find pleasure. This is the Lord speaking now. And to exploit all your laborers. Hey, here's the answer. He said, the reason I, the reason I didn't do anything is because you're all messed up on the way that you fast. So there's a right way, there's true fasting, and there's false fasting. Wow. I want to do the true way. Anybody else in here? In fact, the day of you fast, you find pleasure to exploit all your labors. Indeed, you fast for strife and debate and you strike with the fist of wickedness. You will not fast as you do this day to make your voice heard on high.
1: So in other words, he's saying, your voice, I, you might as well have eaten because all your other actions have cut you off. Verse five. Is it not a fast that
0: I have chosen, a day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it not to bow down his head like a bulrush and to spread out like sackcloth and ashes? Would you call this a fast and acceptable day of the Lord? Is this not the fast that I have chosen? And so he begins to say what fasts do. And this is right in your notes now. To loose the bonds of wickedness. When you fast rightly, that's with a right attitude. When you fast rightly, it'll break demonic power off of your home, off of your family, off of your own mind. To loose the to loose, to bind and to loose. Intertestamental literature between the book of Malachi and the book of Matthew—that's a 400-year period where there was no prophets. It's like the Lord is silent for 400 years. That's called the intertestamental period. If you study the literature of the intertestamental period, you'll see that binding and loosing is language that's used. To loose is to set free. To bind is to exactly do that, to bind. And Jesus used that language, this woman whom Satan has bound these many years. Woman, thou art loosed, and she's loosed from her infirmity, and she stands straight up, and she's 100% healed. When you, when you fast and pray the right way, you see wickedness broken off, and you see people loosed. Does anybody know anybody up in here that needs to be loosed? In your family, maybe, in the community. To undo heavy burdens, it's right from the text to undo heavy burdens. There's things the enemy wants to put on you. Jesus said, my burden is easy and my yoke is light. When you fast rightly, it'll break and lift those things off of you. I know what that is. I've carried things, especially in my early walk with the Lord, that the Lord didn't want me carrying. Some of you got stuff on your back you need to offload. And it it can be sometimes challenging when it's just resting on you and in your own strength, it doesn't quite break. I've known people that struggled with depression for years, but when they got a hold of fasting and prayer, it broke that thing. I've known people
1: who were addicted to pornography and could not in any way break out of it. Right before a fast, it has to be 20 plus years ago, I had just
0: been visiting all day, visiting. I had, was visiting people from the church and knocking on doors, praying for people, it was a December, we had just gone, just gone through the holiday, it was that period right before, New Year, right before the New Year's, right before our fast, and I'm driving home, long day, difficult day as I recall, and I get a phone call from a guy on my cell phone and he says, oh, hey, Pastor Daniel, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm good, I'm headed home. And he's like, oh, good. I just thought I'd call, see what's up. And the Lord speaks to me. He's talking nice. Everything's great. It's a guy from the church. He's And the Lord speaks to me and says, turn around and go to his house right now. I'm like, um, no. I'm halfway home on my 12-mile drive, and I don't feel like going around. I'll just talk to him on the phone. I'll just minister to him on the phone. And so I start talking to him and praying for him. You know, we pray, we go back and forth. And the Lord says, turn around and go to his house. I'm like, oh it's Hugo. Come on, has anybody else felt like that? So I I know it's the Lord, and at that point, it's so strong that that I'm going to be in sin if I just drive home, and I will be disobeying the voice of the Lord. So, oh, great. I download my piece of trash car. I turn around, and I start heading in the direction of where I know he lives. I don't know where he lives, but as I drive there, we keep talking. As I get to the neighborhood, I knew the neighborhood that he lived in. I said, hey, bro, uh, where do you live again? He said, oh, I live so and so over there. I'm like, oh, okay. And so we talk a little bit more so I get to where that location is. And uh, I said, yeah, where is your house again? Oh, it's on such and such a street. I'm right there. I turn onto the street. I'm driving down the street. He says, I said, you know, I'm, I, that that street, where's your house on that street? He says, well, I'm the last one on the left. How come? Well, I'm I'm like coming up on it. I said, oh, I, I just, I was just curious, you know. And so I pull up into his driveway and uh he he says, You're here. And I said, Yes. And at that point, I'm I'm at his door. I, I said, Man, open the door, bro. He opens a door and he's holding a loaded revolver and he's ready to kill himself. And he just starts weeping and crying. I said, put the gun down. He puts the gun down, I laid hands on him, and the power of God hit him. And that was out of a bondage to pornography, and the Lord gave me a word, and I told him, if you will fast and pray in these next 21 days, that thing will break off of you, and you'll never have a problem again. He fasted and prayed over those next 21 days, committed, put his heart to it. We prayed nearly every day. I remember on that miracle service, that last Sunday night, he came into service He'd lost a bunch of weight and his, was radiant. He had been having victory over pornography. He was radiant. He, was like, he looked like he was plugged into 223 phase. Come on, the Bible says that those that look to him are radiant. And he came up front and he wanted prayer at the end. And I, Dr. Morocco was going by and I grabbed Dr. Morocco by the arm. I said, Pastor, here's what's happened. I told Dr. Morocco this story. He said, he's going to get set free right now. The guy was weeping and crying with his hands in the air. Dr. Morocco just grabbed him, prayed for him. Do you know that he has never had another problem with that thing? And not only that, God gave him a beautiful wife, gave him a family, and he's a leader in our church all these 20-plus years later and prospered him and helped him. Come on. God can break off wickedness. God can set people free from heavy burdens. To help set the oppressed free. It'll go there too. Fasting will help set the oppressed free. To give bread to the hungry. Now this begins to talk about actually doing things. Feeding the hungry. Look for somebody to help. Look for somebody to reach out to that needs help. And, And do it during these next 21 days. And we're gonna do that as a church as well. Continue to.
1: Receive the light of revelation from God's word. This is right out of the text. Verse eight, you'll see the light. You'll see your light shall break forth like the morning.
0: It's, it's revelation. It's God. God is light. God is love. God will break in with light and power on your life. By fasting? You should have taught us this a long time ago. You missed the service that I was preaching it in.
1: Let's have a praise break for a second. Amen. Praise God. Emotional
0: healing, physical healing, and for righteousness to bring forth to break forth. Okay, we're talking about the purposes of this fast. B. To set your heart to seek the Lord, to seek Him. So many distractions. Set your heart to seek the Lord these next twenty-one days. Daniel intentionally set aside seasons to seek Him. Daniel nine three, Daniel ten twelve, to confess sin. Daniel nine twenty. I was speaking, praying, and confessing my sin. Acts 3, verse 19, repent, repent. Now, he's talking to those who have not repented yet. There is a, there is a, a repentance unto salvation, but then there's an ongoing lifestyle of repentance. And uh, I'm, I'm dealing with a stubborn thing in my life. Uh, And you say, well, what is that? Well, thank God it's not pornography or anything that would disqualify me that way. But there's just a, I just have a little bit too short a fuse in certain situations. I'm sick of it, man. And at that very, at that very, and I've been saying it this week, God, I'm done with that. I'm done with that. I wanna be, I wanna be gentle. I wanna be kind. I don't want, I don't wanna have a short fuse. Come on, don't look at me with that tone of voice. You guys all got your own issues. I'm just being transparent transparency. Why are you saying that? You're embarrassing yourself. Good. I don't want it anymore. Some of you are not willing to embarrass stuff. So you've been, you've been jacked up and defiled for years. You're not willing to tell anybody
1: about it. I'm just being honest. I don't want that anymore. So I've I've, I've repented of it. And you know that you really repented when you, when it ends. But repentance is a lifestyle.
0: It's, it is a one moment when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I'm going to give you an opportunity here in just a moment. But it's an ongoing repentance, fasting and praying. Come on, let the Holy Spirit examine your life. And begin, he'll begin to show you, you know, you, you, you were supposed to be going to prayer. You didn't. You justified it. You rationalized it. You're supposed to give. You're supposed to do this thing. You didn't, you didn't do it. You rationalized it. So when the Lord shows you that, don't like... Slap that away and go. No, no, no. You must be talking to Pastor Vince because he ain't talking to me. I don't know. That must be a word for somebody. else. No, it's a word for you. You need to repent. Ask God to forgive you. That you would move to a hundredfold obedience. Come on, obey Him. The blessing of the God is the blessing of God is in obedience. Oh my! For the fulfillment of God's promise, I said this earlier, but God's prophetic promises are invitations, not guarantees. That's a good tweet. It's a good post right there. God's promises are invitations, not guarantees. You have to say yes. You have to partner with that. And prayer and fasting, that's one of the purposes of doing it, is, is to wage a war for How many of you got a prophetic word that you're believing God for? All right, we have a prophetic conference, also called the Power Conference, coming up in February. You take those words and their invitations to declare that building is a prophetic word being manifested
1: in the natural. It, we didn't have two nickels to start that thing. We don't have two nickels to finish it.
0: Somebody said, are you crazy? Certifiably. I have the mind of Christ. Crazy in the natural, full of faith in the spirit, and going to get some more in the 21-day fast. Come on, somebody say amen. Amen. Daniel prayed and fasted for the fulfillment of God's promises to Israel, and you'll see that. And frequently on this Sunday, the first Sunday before the fast, I almost always preach on Daniel 10, but I thought, I can't take it. I'm going to preach something else. I might get to it tonight though because Daniel 10 is so profound. So fulfillment of God's promises is another purpose. Or you can just let the promise ride by and rest on some religious thought that God's just sovereign and then he's just gonna bless you and help you if you do nothing. That, no, God partners with you. Come on, can I get an amen? amen? We fast and pray to stop a crisis. Now, we have a crisis in America. You got COVID-19. A pandemic or a scandemic, scamdemic, I'm not which sure, one, which, sure which one it is. I know it's real, but my God, it sure seems like people are trying to control other people. And I was met someone new this morning that said, I've come all the way out here because I just can't take it. I mean, I'm paraphrasing what they said. I just wanted to be in a place that's normal. I don't know if we're normal, <laughs> we're peculiar, the Bible says. But I'm going to fight for my freedom. I am, I'm a fighter, you can't take my guns and nobody's gonna make me wear a mask but if you wanna wear one, go ahead. I'm not down on you, I'm just saying I get sick when I wear them. They bother my vocal cords, I got all kinds of problems plus I'm immune. I hope I said that right, did I say that right? Is that good? I don't wanna offend anybody that wants to do the mask and the social, please go for it. Nobody should tell you that you have to make you tithe Nobody should make you fast. Somebody try to make you fast. What kind of controlling nonsense is that? Nobody should make you marry somebody or, or divorce somebody. Nobody should have to make you do anything. We're in America. Now, there are laws like murder. You're not allowed to do that. But don't tell me
1: that I can't have a gun. I live in America. I have lots of guns. You can't make me get a vaccine. I'm in trouble now. Now,
0: I'll I'll get one if I want to. You can't make me wear a mask, and I'll wear one if I want to. And you can't shut down the church, because God's the head of the church. And if they try to, then we're just going to have an underground move of God. I mean, you know. Man, where's Pastor Karen? This is terrible. Pump your neighbor and say, Woo, it's going to be in church Sunday morning. Hopefully, I'm all right with what I just said. I know all you crazy people tell I'm good. It's the ones that I offend that I have to get concerned about. <laughs> uh, let me say this. If it's your first time worshiping here with us, give us at least two more shots, all right? Very good. To stop a crisis, write in your notes, to stop a crisis. We certainly have a crisis. Our nation used to call fast. Presidents would call fast. It doesn't happen so much anymore, but... Maybe it's
1: beginning to. Hannah, Samuel's mother, distressed by her barrenness, prayed and fasted
0: and got a breakthrough, brought brought forth Samuel eventually in the process of time, greatest Old Testament prophets. Many times God reversed Israel's desperate situation when they fasted and prayed. Fasting always goes with prayer, always. Always. Joel prophesied that God would judge Israel during locusts. And the book of Joel is very, uh, very powerful book and very applicable to the time and the day in which we live. There was was, uh, military crisis. There was uh, agricultural crisis. There was a spiritual crisis. There's famine and pestilence. Come on, I'm just telling you, there's plagues. There, There really are plagues. And fasting and prayer will break that thing. Jonah, when he fasted and prayed and walked through Nineveh looking like a digested piece of fish or something, they all repented. The whole city fasted and prayed and repented. God delivered Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles 3. Chapter 20, you can't get away from the biblical model of success and victory is always linked to fasting, including in the New Testament, and yet we have a church in the Western culture that just wants to fatten itself like
1: become pate, for God's sake. Faux for the French. Look at F for
0: greater release of power. You can pray and fast for a greater release of power.
1: He says, is that biblical? Yes. Matthew 17, you can turn there. Verse 15, the father says, Lord, have mercy on my son, the father being the father of this particular son.
0: Lord, have mercy on my son for he's an epileptic. Verse 16, I brought unto your disciples, but they could not cure him. Verse 19 says, the disciple said, why could we not cast him out? Verse 20, Jesus says,
1: because of your unbelief. Well, wow. train wreck. So we don't see a release of God's
0: power because of unbelief? I don't really like that because it puts responsibility on me. Why? Wow. Puts responsibility on you. And there's been a lot of abuses in the church where you say, well, that didn't happen because you didn't have a lot of faith, you got unbelief. You should just shut your mouth and not try to kind of analyze somebody why they don't have the breakthrough. But it is true when you read scripture that he said they didn't have the breakthrough because of their unbelief. So is that offensive? Jesus offended all the disciples. Y'all full of unbelief, and that's why he didn't have the breakthrough.
1: They're like, oh, snap. Yeah, conference over. Verse 21, this
0: kind does not come out except by prayer and fasting. There is a greater release of power if you'll set your heart to it. How come I don't have greater joy? I don't know, why don't you fast and pray and go after God and see what happens? How come I struggle with depression? Why don't you fast and pray and see if that thing will be broken off for you? How come, how come I don't have a greater, greater, greater breakthrough or greater fast? why don't you fast and pray? I don't know, you know, when you get sick and tired, There's something happens in the life of a believer who will suddenly hear the word, hear truth, and you realize that you're sick and tired of something. You don't have to be a victim. You're supposed to be a victor. The devil wants to stuff you in a hole and get you to think, well, the Lord will just break you. One day, one day, he'll be dead. One day, she's one day, the Lord, Lord's gonna come back. I hope he comes soon because I'm just... Oh, God, Lord, I surrender. I surrender all. I surrender. How about get some gumption? Get a hold of God's word. And I'm, I know some of you looking at me like, you surrender to the Lord, yes, but you do not surrender to that which Jesus died on a cross and rose again from the grave to, for. Don't ever yield to that which Jesus came to set you free from. Depression's not from God. Sickness is not from God. Oppression is not from God. Perversion is not from God. Bondage is not from God. I'm telling you, it's not from God. He said, well, I've struggled with it. Well, don't ever stop fighting. Somebody said, man, I'm in the fight. Good, Don't don't ever quit. When is it over? When you're dead. You fight against against the world, fight against the flesh, you bind demon power, or, you know, come on. We need a revival. It's not just gonna happen. And I do believe we're in the beginnings of one. Are you guys getting anything? Fast for a greater release of God's power, fast for an open heaven. I've gotta hurry. An open heaven. Now, because of what Jesus has done, we have an open heaven, but many people don't know it, don't believe in it. And really, I think when we fast and pray, it opens our hearts up to the reality of the fact that, he, that there's an open heaven because of Jesus, and it changes the spiritual atmosphere. There's a bit of an open heaven here in our church, but I am t- I know we're at like ankle level, ankle deep. I'm gonna go deeper. Anybody else? For direction. Like I told you, I've never made a mistake. I know that sounds arrogant, but it's really giving God the glory. I have never, and I can say it without without any conviction of, the, of, of any other truth. It's the truth. My wife and I have never made a mistake when we fasted and prayed. We made lots of mistakes when we should have fasted and prayed, and we did, and we made a decision, but we've never made a mistake when we really set our heart to gain understanding and direction. God would speak to us in dreams, speak to us prophetically, speaks to us in his word. We act on it, and bam, kingdom. That's what happens. So if you need direction, what's well, a great time to fast and pray. For revelation, can you say Hallelujah. For revelation, you said, what do you mean revelation? I thought it's a clo- closed book and there's no more revelation. Oh, yeah, you can't add to any of the scripture. This is certainly closed. But there's things in here that you don't know anything about. And then God will open your heart to it. You can fast and pray and God quicken you and speak to you and show you things. Come on, will you give yourselves to the time of prayer and fasting? I challenge you. Fasting is folding down your humanity. Somebody say, I'm on fast social media. That's, that's probably good. But really, fasting and prayer is, has to do with food. It, it, really, it really does have to do with food. And, um, but, I, but I mean, by all means, the Lord's telling you to back off of social media and, or end it altogether. Go right ahead. I think that's probably the Lord. It says, you know, the strife and quarreling in the beginning, beginning of Isaiah 58. That's the fault, so that you can skip food and skip your social media and, and still have a short fuse. I'm gonna pick up myself. Still have a short fuse and be a jerk and you expect breakthrough. No, that, that's not how that is. That's like I said, you might as well just eat and become that sausage casing. Fasting and prayer. How about fast all negativity? Write that down. Fast negativity. Fast unbelief. How about... How about put a guard over your mouth, over our mouths? Let nothing proceed from your mouth except that which is good for building up and encouraging and strengthening, brothers and sisters. How about let nothing negative come out of your mouth? No complaining. He's like wiped out half the church right there. Would you give yourself to it? Would you give yourself to prayer and fasting? It starts tomorrow. Hallelujah. Lift your hands to heaven all across this place. I believe you can go online, register and be a part of that. It just helps. They found that if you if you would write down or put your put your name down on, on a card. In fact, I believe we do have cards now. And so if we could begin to pass out those cards, if we have those, wonderful. I think they were challenged with some printing. If they're not available now, then we can certainly have them by the, tonight. But give yourself to prayer and fasting. Be a part of the early morning prayer meetings if you can. If you can't, you can get it on the phone. We stream it live. You can get it on your device. I know there's people that haven't been in morning prayer because they can't, they can't drive because of the darkness, and I understand. But you can, you can be in prayer in your, in your own home. Hello. You can be in your prayer on the, on the drive to, to Anchorage. Friday nights, you, you come. This Friday night, we'll have a prayer meeting. Amen. And if you'll keep me in prayer, I'll be traveling to, uh, Kentucky, to uh, Louisville, Kentucky to preach a, a, a conference there with Bishop Hooks and a few other men of God. And, uh, and then I'm off to Maui for our yearly purpose conference, and then we'll be back. All right, good. Ushers, thank you so much. If you could just pass these out, and if you don't want one, just leave it on the the chair. Take a stack and just pass it all the way down the line to everybody. And uh, wonderful. If you don't want one of those, just leave it on the chair, and we'll use that in the the 11 o'clock service. I'm telling you, it's an opportunity for transformation in your life, externally in circumstances, internally in your own life. Prayer and fasting, 21 days, starts at midnight. Hallelujah. I've done all different kinds of fast. Now, if you're under a doctor's supervision, you're taking medication, stuff like that, please, please check to make sure you can fast, all right? I've had people on medication just go cold turkey, they've been taking it for 10 years or something. Don't do that, that's dangerous. You talk to your physician, I don't want anybody dying early and going to heaven early. Don't go to heaven early. Certain things that you should avoid. That's one of them, certainly. There needs to be a paradigm shift. I'll just tell you how it is for me. For the first three days, it's like a death. (laughs) I've got headaches. Jesus, help me. Dragging, feel irritable, tired, detoxing from all the sugar cookies and everything else, all the other sugar and caffeine and all that. And then somewhere around the third day, fourth day, boom. It's like I wake up and the Lord's there. Just things begin to change. If you'll have a paradigm shift in the way you think, can you imagine like John on the island of Patmos on the Lord's day? He saw like a door open in the heaven and he heard a voice that said, John, John, Come up here, and I'll show you things that are to come. Do you think that'd be better than your sugar cookie? I'm just asking. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Amazing time of growth, power, God. And I do believe that we need to pray for our nation, and that we are in a great crisis. It's a big week this week. You pray, intercede, start fasting. Be a part of it. Amen. Pray for our building we'll put a letter out telling you all the things that we're in agreement praying for it. all right you go ahead and fill those out and uh if you would uh turn it in can we have buckets at the door or something pastor vince would you help me with that and um and you could just drop them in they're not gonna we're not gonna create an email list to send you some you know sell the list for some marketing agency it's just for us and it helps you we're going to put together an email, put together a letter to tell you all the different things we're praying and agreeing for. In your own home, I'll challenge you to make a list. What are you believing God for in 21 day, these 21 days? Now, don't forget that most of the time, the breakthrough comes after the fast. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Those online, those here, if you're not right with God today, won't you give your heart to Jesus for the first time? Believe on the Lord. That he died on a cross and rose again from the grave for you. If we confess our sins to him, the Bible says he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If you've never repented, you've never asked God to forgive you and to make him your Lord and Savior, won't you do it today, online, on all our platforms, here in the sanctuary? You say, that's me, Pastor. Thank you for your honesty. Pray this right out loud. Say, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your son Jesus to die in my place. Forgive me of all of my sin and come into my heart. And just as Jesus rose again from the grave, raise my life up now and use me for the purpose for which I was created. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Amen. Amen. Let me pray for you. I ask Holy Spirit that you would fill and touch and empower each and every one And God, I ask you, come on, ask with me. I ask you for grace to fast. I ask you for help to be able to do it, to fold down our humanity, to seek you for external reasons. America needs a breakthrough. God, we're going to fast and pray. Your people who are called by your name will humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways. God, you'll hear from heaven and heal our land, that you would heal America. You'd heal the nations. A great outpouring would take place. Healing would take place. That your light would shine and break forth like the noonday. God, that you would give us direction and all of the promises of Isaiah 58 and beyond. God, thank you. So we say yes, we contend. We're not going to rest and sit back. We're going to stand up as violent believers. For the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent taken by force. We will fast and pray. That's an act of violence for sure fast and pray and see your kingdom come. The Lord's going to open doors of opportunity in New York. It's going to run like lightning, like electricity across a wire. There's going to be a release of favor. And you're going to find yourself having to pray through on all the invitations that you get. Because not all of them will be actually in the timing of the Lord. You'll have to pray through about that. I'm going to connect you with a whole nother stream now and then another one and then another one and miracles will be released and I will hide you even under the shadow of my wings. When the hour of darkness and the challenge comes, I'm going to hide you. Listen, that's a prophetic word in in the street. Different things happen. I will hide you, says the Lord, protect you. And fools go where angels fear to tread. You be led by the Spirit. Be careful of the zeal that you have because it can push you to places I don't want you to go. And yet it's the zeal of the house of the Lord that consumes you. I'm tempering you. him john go get him stand upon your feet all across this place and we bless you father thank you thank you for what you did today thank you for what you do tonight now lord bless your people cause your face to shine upon us lift up your countenance towards us be gracious to us keep us give us peace in Jesus name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time or made a recommitment, would you stop at our next steps desk just outside? There'll be some people there in the lobby to help you. We love you. We'll see you tonight. Six o'clock. God bless you. Thank you for joining today's podcast. If God is impacting your life through this ministry, you can partner with us and give at kcalaska.com. Also,
1: don't forget to subscribe to our channel and enjoy more messages like this one.